Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. I'm your host, Nikita, and I trust, hope, and expect that you all are having a super duper day. I am having a really awesome day. I'm feeling so inspired to kick off this money mindset series, and I've been doing plenty of research, reading lots of books, and deep diving into a tremendous amount of podcasts to prepare for this series. I've been feeling so inspired about my own relationship with money how I've been able to transform it and a lot of um, the concepts, tips and tricks that I teach to my um, coaching clients in order to really have an idea of where we currently stand with our money and how we're able to welcome even more of the flow of abundance that we are deserving of with just being able to recognize our relationship with money and who is the woman that we are wanting to become, who's the woman in our vision that's living this amazing life. And oftentimes when we have, and when I speak with my coaching clients, we have this idealized version of us who has all the time and money freedom to live however we would love, that we have the luxury to be able to afford um, and spend whatever we would love. There is security and there's safety around finances. And there really is a lot of peace, ease and flow with the amount of money that is coming into our lives and going out into our lives. And when I've been getting even more curious about some of the stories that I've been having, um, Some of the stories that I've been um, listening to and some of the conversations that I've been having with not only my own personal life coach, with my coaching clients, as well as a lot of my peers, there seem to be a lot of revolving themes around money, money concepts, our relationship with money, how we become the woman in our vision to have and sustainably have that amount of money in our life. And there seemed to be some confusion around how we're able to bridge the gap from where we are now, which may not be in alignment with our vision to where we would love to be, which is absolutely in our alignment with our vision which is absolutely in alignment with our vision of having even more money, having even more of a sense of self-respect, to have even more self-confidence, and a lot of knowledge that contributes to this um, idealized version and vision self in order to live the life that we'd love living. So this is going to be a five-part series of juicy, juicy goodness of starting with our self-concept about how we see ourselves in relationship with money, how we can shift this dominant mindset up until now that has maybe not served us very well in the person we'd love to become. Creating a stable community and actually acting as the woman in our vision who has this self-respect, self-confidence, and really healthy relationship with money. 
I have a special guest coming on the podcast, my own financial aid advisor, who I love chatting with all about money and how she serves her clients. So really look forward to that. She's so knowledgeable in everything money. And I know that you are going to love her. And then I am also going to be doing a well-rounded view and two-day seminar of deep diving into money. So there's lots that we can look forward to in the month of December. I'm very excited for it. I know you guys are going to love it. And so stay tuned for all the goodness that's going to be happening this month. And if you haven't already done so already, I invite and encourage you to not only rate a five-star review for this particular podcast, but also for Perfectly Powerfully You in general for liking and subscribing. I appreciate you guys so much. If you have any questions or comments or something that just inspired you during this video or any of the other previous videos I encourage you to comment down below because I love seeing all of them and without further ado let's get started on self-concept and some money blocks that might be um, not serving you in moving forward with the, for the vision self that you have for living a life that you would love living as the luxurious and wealthy woman that you know that you are. So our self-concept, and we're going to begin here because it's really important for how we see ourselves in relationship to money and our relationship to money in general and how we view money in our life and how we choose to interact with it. It's a whole well-rounded view, but our self-concept is where everything starts. It is what we believe about ourselves to be true. The belief that we have are often dominant paradigms that we've been thinking up until now. And our self-concept is very important to understand how we get the results we do in our life. Because our self-concept is a bunch of beliefs, which is a bunch of thoughts that we have been thinking about ourselves. And what we think about ourselves contributes to how we feel about ourselves. And how we feel about ourselves is how we take action in certain aspects of our life. And every action step accumulated over time results in what we see in our life. This is our results formula that I love working with my coaching clients with. In simplest forms, our thoughts affect our feelings, our feelings affect our actions, and our actions affect our results. Therefore, everything pops back to our thinking, and our thinking is how we develop our self-concept and how we feel about ourselves. If we think empowering thoughts about ourselves, we feel empowered, in which case we act in accordance with these empowered, inspired feelings, thoughts, and actions, which, cre which create empowering results in our lives. Una, reverse this. If we don't think empowering thoughts, if we have very insecure and fearful thoughts about ourselves and our relationship with money, then we have these disempowering feelings around money. We have disempowering actions surrounding money based upon these thoughts and feelings, which create over time disempowering results. And 
it is okay that maybe up until now that you may not be experiencing the results that you would love in life. And the great news about this is because we all we have to do is understand what our self concept is because you're getting results in your life anyways. And they're stemming from the thoughts that you're thinking. And the thing is, we get over 60,000 thoughts every single day. And most of this is subconscious. 99% of everything happening in our body is below the surface of our conscious awareness. This is our very smart brain's way of utilizing and savoring energy. Our brain is a radical machine of awesomeness, but it can be very lazy sometimes. And this is why oftentimes when we start doing something out of our normal, we bounce back to what feels comfortable and what feels normal from what we've been doing up until now. This is because brain power takes a lot of energy to change. And this is why the brain's efficiency for making everything subconscious means we can just go about our day not really thinking. Our mind might be busy with a lot of thoughts, over 60,000 of them, but they might not, you might not actually be thinking about what you're thinking about. And so because we, our brain likes to strengthen and strengthen and strengthen the same neural connections, the same neural pathways, i.e. the same thoughts in order to make it even more efficient for us in our day-to-day lives. That's why a lot of it is subconscious. It's because in our everyday life, the conscious level, we're just doing what we normally do. We we wake up and we brush our teeth. Maybe we put on, we take off our jammies and we put on our clothes and then we go make a cup of coffee and then we drive to the work and we take the same path and then we do the same things. We come home, we have a routine and that all feels very autopilot. And this is because the brain is built on survival mode. This is something I gathered from the um, Money Love podcast by Paige Pritchard. Really go check her out because she's radical and awesome and in-depth with a lot of her knowledge around money. And this is where I have gathered some of the information as well. So absolutely check her out because it inspired this podcast. However, the brain loves being efficient. And when we are in our primitive brain, because we're evolved to be in survival mode. Survival mode is our comfort zone, said another way. When we are just going about our day-to-day life, we're expending a certain amount of energy, but the brain doesn't want to expend any more than it really needs to. And that's why a lot of our um, day-to-day thinking is subconscious because it's easy. And our brain, while being so smart, it wants the easy route. That's just how it is. Our brain doesn't like thinking. That's why oftentimes you might start thinking, you might get distracted, you might be in a classroom setting, and you might feel so drained after um, a full day of schoolwork because your brain's been going overtime. You've actually been utilizing your brain power, and that's tiring. Uh, If you kept doing that every single day, that's the opposite of what your brain really wants to do because thinking expends 
energy. And energy meant for survival. And your brain, because of our primitive state that is still evolved, it does not want to thrive because thriving means that it's expending more energy. But that's okay because we found a way around this by being able to understand um, how the brain is working, i.e. we have 60,000 thoughts a day, knowing that 99% of them are subconscious and knowing that um, a lot of them are going to be repeats. So if we know that 60,000 thoughts, that's a lot of thoughts, we have most of it being um, subconscious, i.e. out of our awareness. And knowing that a lot of them are repeats. This is really key information for being able to recognize and understand how our self-concept actually evolves. Because our self-concept had to develop from somewhere, especially around money. And so when we get into our self-concept surrounding money, oftentimes we can understand that it was from a lot of our past up until now. Maybe you had conversations with your parents growing up or your guardians um, that contributed to how you think about money now, maybe with your friends as well. So to get to know your self-concept, you have to know what thoughts you are thinking about money. And I have some questions that I'm going to be proposing later to help stimulate your brain and to get an idea of where you stand right now with your own money self-concept. Because what you choose to believe about yourself ultimately becomes your reality. Remember, your thinking causes your feelings, your feelings cause your actions, your actions compounded over time are your results. So when we want to backtrack and start thinking about what we're thinking about, this is when your brain starts to go in overdrive and really doesn't want to put in the brain power. And this is when the rigor occurs. And so just because you are getting certain results up until now about your money and in relationship to money does not mean it is going to be like that forever. Your brain, again, wants to repeat. You have been thinking certain things over and 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 over again and feeling these same feelings contributed to these same thoughts. You're taking action upon these same thoughts and feelings and ultimately getting the same results over and over and over again because you are thinking, feeling, and acting upon the same things. But because we are able to understand how this results formula works and we know it starts with our thoughts, that means we have to start with our thoughts and change them in order to change our results. So our thoughts contribute to our self-concept. And so when we understand and start telling ourselves different things about ourselves, about our relationship to money, about how we think about money, that is when our results change. And because our brain wants to be the most efficient as it can be in the way that it knows how, it is going to take some work on our part in order to understand, one, what are we telling ourselves about ourselves and about our relationship to money that's contributing to the results that we love and maybe do not love? And 
then we want to think about how we're feeling about these thoughts that we're thinking and whether or not it feels good and expansive inside of ourselves or if it fear if it feels fearful and constricting in our bodies and then um, in later episodes for the series we're going to talk about our behavior surrounding it but for this first episode we're going to talk primarily about our self-concept and how we're um, shifting it so I mentioned before that our brain is like a supercomputer. It loves being the most efficient it can be, and it wants to be in favor of us. And so the brain also loves being right all the time. It is how it survives because being right for our brain equals certainty and certainty equals survival. So because we know that we have an evolutionary primitive brain that's currently living in our modern day society, there are certain things and certain aspects that, yes, our brain is so efficient, so powerful, radically awesome. And at the level of fact, it still operates in survival mode in order to be the most efficient it can be. And so when we understand that not only does a brain want to be efficient, the brain wants to be right. And this is why it's going to give evidence as much as it can to serve the thoughts you are thinking. Because when it is right about the thoughts you are thinking and providing evidence from your environment, it knows it can be certain, even if it's not comfortable, about what to do next. Put another way, if your brain's number one goal is survival and certainty and wanting to be right, what you're thinking about, i.e. your self-concept, no matter if it's an awesome self-concept or if it's a not-serving self-concept, whatever you're telling yourself, your brain wants to provide evidence for why it is true. And this is why it can often be a self-fulfilling prophecy, and that's why you often see certain results in your life, because you are serving evidence. Your brain is looking for evidence to serve your thoughts. For example, um, we have a beautiful part of our brain called the reticular activating system. This particular part of our brain is a filter. And the filter means that anything that you are choosing to think about in your conscious awareness, your subconscious is going to work to filter out anything that is not in alignment with what you are telling it. For example, have you ever thought about buying a new red car? And then you started seeing red cars everywhere. This is because what you told your brain is, I'm excited about a new red car. Let's start thinking about a new red car. In which case, your brain went to work and started filtering out everything that was not the red car. And that's why you started seeing them everywhere. In relationship to your self-concept, if you think disempowering thoughts about yourself and about your relationship with money, i.e. I'm an overspender, 
your brain is going to look for and act in accordance with being an overspender in order to make itself right. Because if you say, well, I'm an overspender, I can't seem to save money, I'm not really good at it, um, in which case you're going to start overspending because you're already telling yourself you are an overspender and because the brain wants to be right, it's going to find and contribute to all the evidence of why you are an overspender and why you cannot save. So that is why what we think about ourselves as truth and what we think is true about ourselves becomes our truth because we keep telling our brain that I'm so we tell our brain I am an overspender I can't save in which case the brain says sure I'm an overspender I can't save how do I know this why is this certain for me evidence 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 and it's collecting it because you said overspend not save reticular activating system says well let's filter out everything else so maybe there are aspects of your life where you do save and you do actually spend accordingly according to a budget or whatever but your brain will not pick that up because you kept telling yourself i can't save i'm an overspender and your brain again wants to be right in which case it's just going to stack evidence in accordance with the truth that you are telling yourself so knowing this and knowing that your what you've been thinking contributes to your self-concept and becomes your belief and becomes your truth. And the more you think about things and you feel accordingly and you act accordingly and you get the results accordingly, what you think about yourself and your relationship with money doesn't actually matter whether it's good or bad. Because whatever you choose to think about yourself, your brain is going to try to prove it right anyways. And so this is why we start with our self-concept. Because when we don't have a gauge of what we're actually thinking about money and our relationship with money, then we don't know where we can begin. And even if we start to implement ideas, and even if we start to take action upon having a budget, being able to put some money in our savings with not maybe spending a lot, even if we enact all of this, if you are telling yourself that you are an overspender and that you cannot save, no matter what you try to do, you are going to self-sabotage because your self-concept and what you continue to think about yourself will not be in alignment with even these most amazing habits. And I'm not saying that these habits in general are not beneficial. What I'm saying is in order to powerhouse move and combine them for the ultimate result to have the best and most transformative result in your life, you have to start with your thinking and you have to start with your self-concept and how you think about money and how you think about yourself in relationship to money. And so this is why I love the quote by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, either way, you are right. And it's because our brain and is in essence ourselves, we are a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whether or not that we have a great self-concept surrounding money or whether we don't have a great self-concept around money, whatever we choose to think about how we think about ourselves will ultimately be our truth. And it's because we look for evidence to support that because we love being right. <laughs> and so 
There is no thought police. That is something that I picked up from Paige Pritchard from the Money Love podcast. There is no thought police. You are welcome to think whatever you would love about yourself and your relationship with money. Because there's no one in your brain saying you can't think that. It's not true. It's not reflected in your life. But the thing is, you've been thinking these things up until now that may not be serving your life. In which case, why not think something different? The rigor is your brain loves being on default mode. Default mode is the most energy efficient, um, brain saving way that um, it knows how to survive. So when we start thinking new things, it's going to get uncomfortable because our brain really doesn't want to think new things. Our brain would much rather have the same neural pathways, the same neural connections, because it takes too much work to think new things. In which case, sure, it's going to take a little bit of time and rigor and patience and practice and focus. However, if you so if you know that you're going to create a life anyways, would you love to create it by design, i.e. having transformative feelings and results in your life with your money? Or would you love to have the same default results in your life that may not be serving you up until now? The choice really is yours. And oftentimes, this is where the most of our money blocks come from. It's because some things that we're telling ourselves might be money doesn't grow on trees. Money is hard to come by. I have to work harder for my money. People who have money are greedy. And with some of these um, statements that I'm proposing, I would love for you to just think a little bit about how they feel in your body. And if there is... um some resonance with it because how you're thinking and feeling is important for stabilizing emotional resonance in your body. So no matter how much you would love to make in terms of your money and your financial goals, if you don't understand a lot of the inner dialogue, these limiting beliefs are going to sabotage your dream. And this, and this is why we get cozy and comfortably uncomfortable with some of our inner dialogue in order to really understand who we have been up until now that's creating the results in our lives. And I would love to offer and invite you guys to put on the practice of curiosity, compassion, and non-judgmental thinking in relationship with some of the things that you've been thinking. Because there may be a tendency to have some judgment or shame or guilt around the thoughts that we've been thinking surrounding money. But this isn't really helpful because when we're judging or shaming or guilting ourselves about how we've been thinking and how that's been contributing to our results, it really doesn't help for long-lasting growth and long-lasting transformation. And this is why I would love to, again, invite and encourage um, all of you who are interested and getting curious with your self-concept and your inner dialogue for coming at it again with this idea of, oh, I wonder what have I been thinking about money that's been contributing to the results that I'm seeing? What have I been feeling about my relationship with money? Hmm, what is there for me to know in order to help become the woman that I would love to be, who's living the life that I would love? Hmm, what 
are the conversations I'm having with the people that I'm closest to? Do they feel inspiring and expansive or do they feel limiting and constricting? And having this curiosity about your money self-concept is going to aid you really greatly in being able to transform and shift this inner dialogue to help with long-lasting, sustainable results. So as you are getting curious with some of the mental downloads that you've been getting about your own money concept, I would love to um, ask you and invite you to see if these um, thinking patterns, this inner dialogue, the story that you've been telling about yourself, is it serving you? And if it isn't, because if you are not loving the results that you have in your life currently with your money result, then these, um, this level of thinking, this pattern of thinking may not be serving you um, for transforming this to be an even better, more luxurious, more fruitful, more rich, more wealthy, more juicy life that you would love to live. And again, make all these thoughts okay. They're just thoughts in the end. They um, may have a very distinct feeling in your body. So I'd love for you to get curious about what you've been thinking and how those thoughts feel in your body. And then we're going to talk about in the next video how we can shift those thoughts into something even more positive, uplifting, and inviting, and being able to have a visceral resonance in your body in order to help contribute with taking action steps in service of your dream. So coming up with a new self-concept is going to be uncomfortable and it's going to cause a little discomfort in your body. And this is because when we are coming up with a new self-concept, we are looking to the future for how we would love to be. And this is when having a clear vision for the version of you that is seeking to emerge itself is important to have. Because when we have a clear blueprint like we do for a house, we know where we want to go and we know how we're going to get there. So for our new self-concept, the idea is uncomfortable for our brain because the future is scary. The future is unknown. The future hasn't even happened yet. In which case, our brain says, danger, danger. I'm not going to go there because I don't know what's going to happen. In which case, no, it's okay. Let's stay in our comfort zone. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's just, it'll be easier. It'll be safer. I'm going to, I already know what's going to happen, whether or not it's uncomfortable or not, whether or not we even love our results or not. At least I know what to expect. And certainty equals safety. And your brain, again, operating in its primitive state, operating on survival, loves certainty and loves being able to predict things because it feels safe. So I'm going to remind you that changing your self-concept and changing and shifting your thoughts is going to be uncomfortable at first. Everything is uncomfortable at first, just like walking. We weren't always walkers. We be ch we chose to become walkers by thinking that we could become a walker and acting in accordance with walking. And then as like we did it as babies. Imagine what we can do now as adults when we have even more 
control over thinking, but it doesn't mean there's not going to be some uncomfortability. We're going to be rewiring and wiring thoughts in a way that's going to serve this vision self, that's going to serve our highest good, that's going to serve this new transformational self concept. But in order to do this, not only do we have to understand where we are, but we must understand where we want to be. And so we try on new thoughts like we try on hats. And when we describe what it is we want to think, we come up with new new thoughts and new things that we can affirm. And we think about how we want to feel. Um, and we think about the confidence, the self-respect, the ease, the flow, the safety, the security, the peace that we can have in relationship to our money. And then again, we're going to take action steps upon this, these new thoughts and these new ways of feeling. So one of the ways that we block the flow of money in our life is by thinking thoughts that feel disempowering and basically close a door on any possibility for us to be able to create and allow more. And this is because our money mindset and our self-concept around our relationship with money ensures that our finances are always in relation to the way we think about things. Oftentimes, those who do not have a lot of money are often saying, I can't afford that. Oftentimes, those people who have a lot of money in their life ask a question and they say, how can I afford that? A statement such as I can't afford that leaves zero room for there to be any ability to allow money to come and for there to be an a step to take in service of allowing more money. They basically they close the door and they walk away. Those who are who have a lot of money, their thinking is different because they open the door by asking, how can I afford that? Maybe it's not in my awareness or my finances at the level of fact in my current awareness and in my current results, but that does not mean that it is not possible. So you create possibility for yourself by asking high order questions such as, how can I afford that? I would love to also offer you some affirmations that I picked up from the Money Love podcast by Paige Pritchard. Some of the ones she says that really spoke to me as well that I'm proposing to you guys are, I shop when I am calm and clear headed. I spend money on things that bring me the highest joy and value to my life. I cope with negative feelings in more efficient ways than buying. I am grateful for who I am and what I have. I am an excellent saver and an excellent spender. So I would love to leave you guys with the knowledge that you can believe whatever it is you want to believe about yourself. And I know for a fact that it is absolutely possible for you to not only increase the amount of money that you have and are able to experience and play with in your life, but you are able to do it in a sustainable way that transforms your life and the results that you would love to see in your life. But it all starts with you and your ability to believe that you can do it. And just know, Henry Ford says, whether you think that you can or you think that you cannot, either way, you are right. 
your brain is going to collect evidence for you in service of the thoughts that you are thinking. That is how our brain functions. So for those of you who feel a little bit attached to your self-concept right now and who you are, just know that it's actually okay to know that you can change and that you can change for a greater, higher order version of yourself that you want to be, that you are proud of, that you have even more self-confidence in. And it does start with our thinking. And I would also love to encourage and invite you guys to practice and write these new ideas and new self-concepts down about yourself in a really uplifting and inspiring way as many times you can during the day. For myself, when I started out with this, and I continue to do it now because it serves me very well, I love doing it morning and night because I find that I'm the most clear-headed and I feel pretty empty in the morning, and I would really love to start and I impact my Day in a very powerful way, an empowering way, right in the morning that I can tell my subconscious to think about throughout the day. And I also love doing it right before bed because I'm not intaking any more information while I sleep. I'm just allowing my brain to think about all of these things and subliminally um, messaging myself while and right before I sleep in order to um, really have my brain go to work on ways that not only that I can transform even greater levels of financial wealth in my life, but also being being able to have an even greater self concept and self-esteem surrounding my security and love of money and um, my healthy relationship with my finances as I see it today. I hope you guys loved this first video and enjoying to get to know yourself a little better in relationship to money. I know that it's so possible for you to have an even greater life, an even more transformative relationship with money, and that money doesn't have to be a scary thing. It can actually be a really empowering, enlightening, and encouraging topic that we can share with everyone. So if this is a video that you would love to share with other people that you think would be really beneficial to them, um, then I encourage you to do so. And I appreciate it so much. And until then, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Look forward to the volume two in our money mindset series for the month of December. I look forward to talking with you all very soon. Hello, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this video in the money mindset series. This is a special reminder that spots are filling up for my dream building beta group happening in the new year. There's only five spots and this one-time offer is a third of the price I normally offer for my dream building group. So I recommend if you're super ready to not only transform your health, your relationships, your vocation, and your time and money freedom, that you check out the link in the description box below, reserve your spot on the wait list, and really get connected to the vision of the life that you would love to live. Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light, and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.